we declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, and what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. This life was revealed, and we have seen it and testified to it, and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. We declare to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we lie and do not do what is true. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, will forgive us our sins, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, Welcome, church. Welcome back. Uh, this is our first video after Easter. It's a little busy there, uh, as you can imagine. But this is the second reading uh, for the second Sunday after Easter, or the first Sunday after Easter, I guess, because you know this is the Sunday after Easter Sunday. Uh, and First John, I love. I've used it before as Bible study for youth, where we went systematically through the entire book of 1st John, John's first letter, uh, to try and understand this resurrected life, this life in Christ post-Easter. And it's a wonderful picture that is given to us here by John. For instance, we have the opening, which sounds very similar to the opening of the Gospel of John. You know, we declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard and what we have seen with our eyes and what we, we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life, and he goes on to talk about fellowship. I believe the word in the Greek is kinania. It's this, it's this picture of a joining together. It's marital imagery, this joining together, this one fleshinating together. And here is this picture of the Christian being one who has encountered the risen Christ, encountered God in such a way in Jesus that there's this become the symbiosis together this joining together, and it becomes a question for us then, church. Where do we stand in the midst of that? Are, are we in fellowship with God and Christ? Has that become something in which we, we spend our days looking to be joined together in, in communion, in fellowship with the Son of God, Jesus, in what he has done? Because John here is writing about uh, this one that he has touched and, 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 and seen, this one that he has encountered that has transformed him. And it becomes this question for us of that transformation too. And then there's a beautiful discussion here about walking in the light uh, and, and darkness. And whenever we see that, we always want to see it as uh, within the darkness is this place to hide things. It's very easy to hide when we're in the dark. When I was in, in high, junior high and high school, we used to play sardines. I don't know if people play that anymore. Maybe they do. Uh, where it's like hide and seek. You do it as a group. We do it as a youth group, for instance. And you'd always do it in the dark. And someone would go and hide. And then everyone else would, be, would try to find them. And you would hopefully do it 
individually, but sometimes we'd have partners and groups that would go off. And then once you find them, you don't go and tell everybody that you found them. Instead, you hide with them to the point that then you could have 30 youth hiding under the stage <laughs> in the youth room and two people wandering around wondering where everybody is. And then at some point those two figure it out because they hear snickering and, and whispering and talking. <laughs> But this idea that darkness is a place where we can hide, where we can hide all sorts of things. We can hide our, 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 our failings. We can hide our disfigurement. We can hide uh, so much stuff. Whereas walking in the light, those things get exposed. Those things are able to be seen. And, and so when, when that discussion is taking place here, especially when it deals with the confession of sins, it's talking about how we, we want to be open books. We want to be ones who, when someone confronts us over a sin, we don't pass the buck. We don't try to lay it off on somebody else. We don't try to deny its existence when it's sitting there as plain as the nose on our face. But we say, yeah, yeah, it's mine. And then the hope is, this is the hope, right? That we aren't confronted with a speck hunter someone who finds that speck in our eye and forgets about the log in their own, and instead is one who comes to, it, to us with the words of life of, I forgive you all your sins in the name of Christ. Because here, that's, that's the, the word that we're given, the promise that we're given, right? The reason why most of us walk around in the dark, the reason why most of us deny what it is that, that hits us the most is because we're worried that Jesus is lying to us because the world treats us that way, right? The world seeks a pound of flesh. The world seeks retribution. The world seeks vengeance. Christ offers forgiveness of all sins, past, present, and future. And so this life that we receive in Christ is one that gives us the freedom to walk in the light so that people may know our sins, so that we end up becoming like the tax collector in the temple, saying, have mercy on me, O God, a sinner. Right? Because if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's part of our confession liturgy, isn't it? Our old liturgy. If we say that we have no sin, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. If we say that we don't have sins to confess, then we say that Jesus' blood is nothing, doesn't mean anything. And then I love this that he, he has to add the assurance, my little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Notice that the moniker of the righteous is given to Jesus Christ, not to us, to Jesus, as the definition of he's the righteous, he's the truthful one, he's the, he's the trustworthy one, he's the one who got it right and continues to get it right. His judgments are true. And so when he offers us forgiveness, he means it, and it's true. And he, being the advocate means he's sitting there at the right hand of the Father going, oh yeah, you see that one? That one right before you? Yeah, I got him for you too, God. Yeah, yeah, Father, I got him for you too. Oh yeah, my, my blood covers him too. Oh, how about her? Oh yeah, yeah, her too. Because he goes on to say here in verse 2, he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, the propitiation. He's the mercy seat, as it were. The, the, the covering that was over the, the, the Ark of the Covenant was the mercy seat. That was the place where, where God was, was said to dwell in his mercy to offer out grace. And here, 
is Christ, the one who comes as the forgiver of all sins, past, present, and future of the whole world. Where we get ourselves into trouble, where judgment comes upon us, is not in Christ necessarily, it's on ourselves, where we want to deny that from us and deny it from others. So as we go into this Easter Sunday, or this Easter Sunday, the second Sunday in Easter, uh, we remember that because we need that Christ, that risen, resurrected Jesus who offers us the forgiveness that we need and the one that we encounter. Let us pray. Almighty God, with joy we celebrate the day of our Lord's resurrection. By the grace of Christ among us, enable us to show the power of the resurrection in all that we say and do through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. All church, go in peace. Serve the Lord. We will see you tomorrow.